and welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. My name is Jasmine. I'm your host, and I just love to have conversations about living the life you want. I know you guys know this. Um, I've been I've been looking at the statistics of my website, and lately I've been seeing that I've got people all over the place listening to me, and I'm just like so excited. Now I'm going to say. Hello, Ireland. <laughs> have no idea who's listening to me in Ireland, but please send me a shout out. I'd love to hear about you. Today, I have a fellow coach and lovely friend called Jason Shears. Hi, Jason. Hi, Jasmine. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing what we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, well, like I, I, you know, people listening to me, they know we have no idea where we're going. We just know we're going to talk about living the life we want. So, I mean, let, let's see where flow takes us today. <laughs> yeah. But before we start, can you tell a little bit to the people who are listening, tell them a little bit where you're from? I'm from uh, northwest of the UK, from Manchester. And you mean where I'm from geographically or where I'm from in life? No, no, no geographically. And what do you do for a living? Like they know because I just told them. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I, I work a lot with mental health and addictions, uh, coaching and um, all sorts of stuff around healthcare. I have a few different businesses. Yeah. Yeah. You're a busy man. <laughs> I don't like to say busy, you know, when people say to me, oh, you sound busy, you know, and I'm like, no, it doesn't really feel like that to me. You know, I do what I want. You know, that's kind of what I say. Like you said, you know, yes. I, I live the life I want. I really do. Yes, you know? yes, that, exactly. It's so funny because, you know, our, our mutual friend, Rob, Rob Cook. Mm. Yeah. So Rob, Rob and I are that we, we talk a lot and that we have this conversation also, like people have this understanding that, we're busy and that we, you know, we don't have time. And I'm like, no, we have plenty of time. Just when, when do you want to talk? Just let us know. You know, it's like, we're, we do stuff and we yeah. do what we want. Yeah. Life. I think life feels very different when you're doing what you want versus, um, how would I describe it before? Like doing what I felt trapped in or what I felt like I had to do just to, you know, when it looked like, it really looked to me at a time that I had no choice, you know, that I had to do what I was doing uh, because I had to pay the bills. If I didn't pay the bills, I would be homeless. And I didn't have time to learn all the money or financial resources to learn something else outside of the time that I had the inner working job, you know, where I was paid to go to work every day. So I guess in some respect, I felt trapped and I felt kind of hopeless, you know, in that place versus now I just do what I want. And it just like keeps working out, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. That. And it's like, I agree. It's kind of like, I just didn't like being trapped, you know, like I, it, it, I started, you know, when I was in my twenties uh, or I should say thirties, I, I started working in my twenties, like having that, that big job, you know, the, the salary job with the vacation and the insurance and, you know, yeah, all of yeah. the good things that you're supposed to have, you know, mm -hmm. according to whatever the society. And um, I mean, 10 years in, I just felt like, 
I, I was like this, you know, it's like I had, I didn't have really, I didn't have a life, mm. you know, it's, it was kind of like wake up in the morning, go to work. And I, I actually am very passionate about work. Like I love business. <coughs> I'm passionate about help, helping people. So it, I wasn't in, in the perfect place because I was handling the service of the company and the sales of the company and making sure that everything was working well. So I was very passionate about that. Mm. And, and I would work long hours, right? And then you'd have these conversations, but you're always working, but you're, you're, you know, what are you doing? You need to have a life. And um, and then when I quit, I kind of like, yeah, I don't have a life, you know, like it'd been 10 years. My friends were basically married with kids by the time, you know, I was, I hit my thirties. Um, and then I just kind of like realized I just want to do what I want. Mm. And, and it took a while. I have to admit it took a while. I didn't have the understanding of the three principles back then. But I'm so happy that I have done it, you know, that I've jumped into just doing what I want. Yeah, I, I guess when you were talking, I thought, you know, I was more busy when I had a job than I am now owning four businesses and doing and doing, living the life that I want. I, I like to call it life by design. People think it sounds busy, but it's like it's really my life is just set up to be how I want it to be. Like I say no to anything that doesn't feel right. You know, that's how I that's how I do it. And, and I guess that's what you were saying. It's like you've got to be willing to cross the bridge, you know, like taking that leap of faith that it works to see how it works. You know, it's like, you can't, it's not something that you can um, get clear in your mind first and then do, you know, it doesn't happen that way. It's like, you've got to do first and then see that, oh yeah, that is how it works. And like, and, and by that, I mean like taking that leap of faith, trusting that that is how it is, you know, like that, um, like an example of that is kind of like, um, you know, I had somebody, a client come to come to me when I had uh, my started this new bit, one of my new businesses, which we started in a pandemic, just finished its first year. And um, uh, like we talked about some numbers and stuff and they came back to me with an offer. Right. And I had no income and they offered me five thousand dollars a month uh, for this contract. And I said no. You know, and I was like, my my business was like, are you crazy? You know, it's kind of like we really need this. You know, it's a 12 month contract. It's a lot of money. No, I was just like, no. That's it. You know, it's kind of like, and then they came back with an offer more than triple that, you know, and it's kind of like by being willing to say no and not really being attached to the outcome of that, you know, not really being attached to just the fact that it didn't feel right. And just knowing that, you know, I wanted my life to be how I wanted it to be. And I wanted to be able to say yes and no to the things that I wanted to do. That was the most important thing. And I always said that, in building this new business, like the most important thing is my peace of mind for me, you know, I'm not willing to sell that for any cost, you know, so anything that feels like it might take away from my peace of mind is a no straight away, you know, and it's like, has to feel good, has to feel excited. I want to do what I want to do and I want to get paid well for it, you know, and that those are, those are the, like the fundamental foundations in my mind of saying yes and no to, to what came my way and the trusting that, when I said no, that it didn't matter because something else better would always come along if I was willing to say no. And that's the big, the big leap of faith, isn't it? It's kind of like when you're, 
you know, it feels like you're in this desperate position somehow, or you need financial income. Maybe, maybe it could be even to keep a roof over your head, you know, but being willing to trust that life is always working for you and bringing you exactly what you want when you know that that's how it works, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that this, this, that became clearer for me when I started to see what I really wanted. You know, like I got, I was a little bit mixed up in, you know, what I wanted and what I thought I wanted. There was like a, um, there was a confusion for me, <laughs> you know? So that's what, you know, understanding the three principles of mind consciousness and thought gave to me, because I was able to clarify the thinking, you know, all of the personal thinking that I had around business, you know, and all of them. I also took a lot of classes, <laughs> you know, mm. like I took so many classes and I would fall back on what I learned. Right. I learned to do this. I learned <coughs> to do it this way and they drill it in you. Right. It's like, okay, these are the steps. Do this, 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 don't, don't go around it, <laughs> you know? And I got stuck in there for a little while. Um, and then that's why it took me so long <laughs> Well, that's what I made up anyways. That's why it took me so long. But I love that more and more as I'm going through this, I'm listening to the feeling, like you said, I'm listening to the feeling of, yeah, no, you know, like just somebody telling me like for forever when I, you know, I've been self-employed since I was 30 something. So it's already been, you know, just 10 years. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you know, almost, almost, you know, a little over two decades. Um, and I remember, you know, my parents specifically would just go get a job, just go get a job. Like the misunderstanding that having a job is just the best way to do it. And I'm not saying that it's not the best way to do it. I'm just saying it's just a way to do it, <laughs> you know, but I remember my parents telling me, go get a job and having the feeling of, <laughs> no, I can't do it. I just can't, you know, but there was a fear of not being able to generate the, the, the money that I wanted, you know, but things just got so, how can I say it? It just got different. Like, you know, when I left my job years ago, I was making 40 grand a year. Right. And I thought, okay, I have to make 40 grand a year. But I lived many, many years not meeting the 40 grand a year. So I, I kind of like went into the, do I need 40 grand a year? Like the question was like, where does it say that I need this? Yeah, the beliefs that we hold about life often create a lot of feelings about our personal situations, and we kind of try and offset those feelings that are uncomfortable about the life that we've created in our illusory, you know, like, way it has to be, whether we've whether it's a number that we've set about ourselves or a title that we've 
God, got to be director title, got to be head of title. You know, it's kind of like just just to suit my status, how I imagine or perceive myself to be in the world, all those things. And then, then it's kind of like, then we start having feelings about the fact that we haven't got those things. But like the thing is, is that they're just made up anyway. They don't even exist. They're just, in a, they're just a, they only exist in the in the video that's playing in our own mind about our life, how we imagine our life to be and not how other, not how other people see us. And, um, and that keeps us kind of trapped in that, you know, what I call the rat race of life. You know, it's like, it, I, I love that saying, you know, if you, even if you win the rat race, you're still a rat, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's so funny because, you know, I remember when, when I, you know, in my 20s, I had already been, I'd had many jobs, you know, like receptionist, and I had cashier, and I had babysitter, and I, you know, I sold vacuum cleaners, I, you know, I, I pretty much did everything that I could do. And then, you know, I made up somehow that I needed a business card, because, you know, once you had a business card, then you made it, Right. You don't know how many business cards I've had, Jason. Like, I think I can't even count them anymore. Sometimes I'm going through my papers and I see a business card coming out. And I'm like, oh, look, there's a business card. Like that made a difference, you know, really made no difference. Then I was like, okay, okay, forget the business. I'm going to be a singer. So I'm going to create an album. So I created an album. So they were, it was an album cover and I had my, of covers, not an album cover, but an album of covers. So I had an album of covers and then I was like, no, no, that, that, that didn't work because I needed an album of original songs. So then I, I mean, an album of original songs, then I will have made it right. Mm. Well, that didn't change anything. I didn't feel any different. So then I said, okay, let me start writing. Let me write. Let me get published. So I got published. I thought, okay, I'm going to feel different. I'm going to feel like I have made it. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. I was just still me. And now that I'm helping these people who have a beautiful message to help change the world, I feel more accomplished than ever. It all, it, I mean, it all makes perfect sense, really, in a way that <coughs> there's nothing, you can't get that sense of satisfaction in the material paradigm world, you know, in the outside world, you can't get it from objects, people, places, or things, you know, you can't get that sense of satisfaction from status or money or job title or any of those things that everyone is searching for unknowingly in things in the outside world, you know, and, and like some of us, and even people that are searching for it within themselves, you know, it's still that's the seeking is the thing, you know, and, um, 
you know, like the sense of satisfaction that we get is from doing what we want. You know, it's living the life that we want. It's getting up because I always say there's no destination. There's no place to get to. So you may as well get up and enjoy your day because this is it. It's not a role rehearsal. Life is not happening in $10,000. It's not happening in 50 kilos weight loss. It's not happening in a new relationship. It's not happening then. It's happening now. You know, so it's kind of like you may as well make your day and how you feel in it the most important thing in your life, because like, that's it. That's what's that's life. You know, it's happening now. Mm, that's gorgeous. That is gorgeous. I'm, I'm taking a class with uh, Bill Pettit right now, and he's basically it's called Thriving Together. Yeah. And I remember I was talking with Bill and um and he was explaining to me that the reason why he was doing the classes was because, you know, most people wake up, you know, like in a frenzy in their mind or, or they, you know, he was giving me the percentages, which I don't remember what the percentage was, but there was like a very high percentage of people that were just like, go, 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 we got to do this, we got to hurry, like they were living in this kind of create created life right and then we had these other people that were living in a life of oh life sucks and it's just like you know they were in that place and then he says there was a, a certain percentage of people that were just waking up saying okay how am I going to die today you know and he says there was a very small percentage of people that were just like oh hey I'm going to live today you know and like and and they're not you know they're spending more of their time in that space not saying that they're not going to go into the other spaces, but they're spending most of their time in this space. And I was surprised when he said that. And I was like, holy shit, I'm thriving. Yeah. You know, because he had classified it as thriving. And I, I, I just don't think about these kind of things. It's not like I stand there. I just live my life, right? Mm. It's not like I, I wake up in the morning and I go, Am I happy today? I just, I'm just living and I'm doing what I want and I'm enjoying, you know, what I'm doing and I'm noticing, oh, okay, why am I pissed right now? Like sometimes I live alone, right? And I just laugh at myself. I'm like, why am I annoying myself? I live alone for crying out loud. And then I just kind of look, okay, maybe, oh, I think it's because I'm hungry. You know, like I get hangry very, very quick, but I notice these kind of things. Mm. And it's just, I'm, I'm happy to see that I'm thriving and that I've evolved. <laughs> I don't know if it's evolution or if it's, yeah, I guess it's evolution. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that the um, definitely feels as I look back, I think, you know, I, I like that statement, I can't statement or meme or whatever, where it says, I had many problems in my life, 99% of which never happened, you know, because <laughs> that's how it felt like my life was, you know, uh, it, it just felt like a worry fest. Like you said, I'd get up every day wondering, worrying, you know, am I going to lose my job today? I'm going to get found out today that I'm not really capable. Is something, you know, is something going to go wrong with everything? You know, it was just lived in a constant state of panic and worry. And it was like, it was one of my big insights actually at, at, 
at first where um when i went to the first intensive with michael neil like uh, he said like uh to, he asked everyone in the room to pick a number where financial security came from you know and we all wrote down this number and i think like somewhat it was a range from fifty thousand dollars to a million you know between five people and then we had this like conversation about how you know like money cannot bring security no matter no matter what you know it's kind of like security comes from the the truth of knowing who you are and your ability to respond to life when there's something to respond to you know that's where your security comes from it comes from within you and not from it can't come from anything outside and i kind of really saw that clearly where i thought that my attempt at finding security was calculating how much money i would need per month times by the amount of time that i thought i might need to build a new career like that was that was how i calculated my financial security number you know so i worked out that i need five thousand dollars a month which probably wasn't true you know and times by however many months it might take me to find a new job or career which probably wasn't true either you know it's kind of like but that was the the two things that looked like the, brought me the number that i would need in the bank you know and the truth was was that I already had that amount of money in the bank and I didn't feel financially secure. And I'd, I'd had this growing realization over my life that where the number in the bank had grown, yeah, I never felt any better about my financial situation. It always seemed like I needed more, although I didn't know what I needed more for. You know, I needed more for doomsday or catastrophic failure of something or the inevitable disaster that was going to happen in my life tomorrow. You know, it's like, so I was constantly like, like you said, conditioned into believing that I needed more and that I needed to better myself and that I needed to get somewhere and achieve something to be someone, you know, so I was in, you know, they're all terms and explanations for being in the rat race you know the lostness of the illusion that we're conditioned into by society and that happens only in our own mind uh, somehow as a, a way of getting to the destination you know the the place that you get to when you go oh god yeah i've made it now you know and it's kind of like i've got a, a yacht holidays and uh you know i, I live on a beach with a laptop you know doing my work uh two hours a day and i and i you know all the crap that people put out on social media as if that's when you've made it you know it's but you know there's you can uh, you can do the same job that you hate now with an understanding of what we're talking about and absolutely fall in love with that job no matter how much you hate it you might not want to you know you might change you might choose not to but i can guarantee that like hating a job is nothing to do with a job and everything to do with your own mind you know You're muted. Well, yeah, there was some sound in the back, so I didn't want to go to yeah. the recording. Um, it, it's, I was just saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, live the life that you want to live. And then it, it all, it, it's 
it all gets taken care of. Like, I understand that it sounds like so crazy. It really like if you, you know, these words just sound crazy, but it does get taken care of. I mean, I'm looking at, you know, when I, when the pandemic hit, I was like, what the hell am I going to do? I mean, I had two clients, both clients, the business closed, like, like, and they're just, just now starting again. And they're just starting to get on a roll, but they still can't hire me. You know, the way that they had me before. And I was like, I don't know what am I going to do, but I didn't go into craziness. I didn't go into my crazy thinking. Oh my God, I'm going to go. It's going to be, what am I going to do? And every month I was paying my bills and I was like, what the hell? And I wasn't thinking about it. You know, like how I used to just sit there and think about how am I going to pay it? Like you, I would be, okay, well, I'm going to do this amount of hours there and I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to sell this. And I'm going to do like, I just go into this crazy intellectual maze of stuff that I had in my mind. And then most of the time, not sleep, stress out, eat a lot of junk food because, you know, like you got to do something that feels good. Uh, (laughs) And in the end, I would really like stress to the max. And I didn't stress didn't stress and my bills were paid and now making more money each month than I did when the pandemic started before the pandemic and I'm just like amazed you know and every day there's a client saying there's a new person saying can we have a talk can we have a talk and I'm just like yeah let's have a talk you know and then one day somebody said do you still have room for clients and I'm like yeah, sure. Of course I have room for clients. What are you talking about? Like, I just like it doesn't even register. It's just like it's taken care of. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's way too simple for most people in business have got some strong intellectual beliefs and values and they've got a brilliant mind you know that they've used to come so far but the intellectual mind can only take you so far in business you know it's like um i've worked with many people who've achieved great financial success but absolutely no fulfillment whatsoever they feel so empty you know and it's like so it's like one goal after another and that's the same with anything in the material world you know be it success financially be it success relationship money in the bank weight loss um you know whatever um target you set yourself on the outside you know um and, and what we're talking about here is often difficult for the intellectual mind to comprehend you know it's kind of like no that sounds way too simple you know it can't be that you know it's like can't be that simple can it (laughs) and uh you know slowing down instead of speeding up you know listening instead of talking more 
being present and saying nothing instead of talking a lot you know it's like and listening to yourself listening to what feels right getting in touch with your innate intuition and knowing about what's right with you without any guarantees you know or you know knowing where you're going to but just knowing that it feels right all those things you know like in business are they sound a little woo-woo you know in any uh any real big corporate sort of organization and so on because they're not really so tangible you know but like when you've lived in that experience of creation and following your own knowing then you start that's like going back to that thing that i said earlier about crossing that bridge or taking that leap of faith and understanding that that is how it works you know and and all of this is pointing to living a blessed and guided life you know versus um living a like life of getting up like a bull in a china shop frantically going through your day um trying to you know get tick off all the things on your list to get to the end of the day to uh drink wine and eat junk food and uh you know use pornography just to get yourself off at the end of the night and then go to sleep you know it's kind of like <laughs> you know that's kind of like what it could be like when it's so super stressful it makes sense that people drink alcohol watch pornography or or smoke weed or whatever they do to escape you know like the life that they've got you know i i people are always baffled when when i say to them i love monday morning as much as i love friday afternoon you know they're like because you see so much about this living for the weekend. Oh, my God, it's so good. I'm so happy it's Friday, you know, and I'm like, wow, and you're wishing away like, uh, you know, 70% of your life there. You know, it's going to like the Monday to Friday and just living for these this 30% of your life. Why not love Monday as much as you love Friday? Why not feel excited about what's going to happen when you get up not knowing, when you get up willing to not know what's going to come into your life and how cool and exciting it could be to create and have a business that you love and live the life that you want. How about that? Instead of like living for that, those two days, you know, it's like people look at me kind of strange as if to say, you know, my life is so shit that I just hate Monday mornings and I live for, live for the weekends. And it's like, to me that, I guess I live like that for, uh, for a while, you know, um, until I realized, you know, and now it's kind of, I have absolutely, as much it's no different to me it doesn't matter what day it is you know it really doesn't you know yeah 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 same thing same here like or oh you know i gotta go on vacation i'm so tired i'm like oh man me going when i travel i get so tired i'd rather stay home you know like and people are like what yeah i mean i can't wait to just hang in my house <laughs> you know so well jason this was this was a fantastic chat. See, told you we don't know where it's gonna go. It's just it just goes where it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Thank well, you. Well, thank you, thank you so much for accepting the invitation. You're welcome. If people wanna see what you do, where could they see that? Um, wideworldcoaching.com would be the best place. Okay, fantastic. Well, thank you again, and uh, everybody, hope that you've enjoyed this chat, and I'm going to say, you know, dream it, dare it, do it, live the life that you want. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>